Hello, Stephen. Hello, Erica. I am so stoned right now. (laughs) (laughs) I really am. Sorry. Well, because you got a toothache or something, right? Yeah, I I need a root canal, and See? I have I have some some lovely codeine, and my tooth was hurting pretty bad earlier tonight, so I took some codeine. So yeah, I'm a little looped. This should be fun. <laughs> I hope so. I apologize in advance if I'm not very coherent or good at podcasting. Apologize in advance. We've already we're 18 minutes in. We're just about to wrap it up. <gasps> Oh my god. Oh no. Yeah. I'm not that far gone. <laughs> that was a test. Okay. Did I pass? You did. Woo. We're back watching Dalek's Master Plan again. Episodes two and three. Do you remember the episode titles? Devil thus the episode three was the Devil Planet? Devil's D- Devil's Planet. Devil's Planet, yeah. Mm-hmm. And episode two, do you remember what that one was? It was longer than that. Yes, it was. <laughs> it's Day of Armageddon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I remember. Now that you mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of which had moving pictures the whole way through, and the other one of which had some moving pictures. Mm-hmm. That was that was mostly very exciting. Mostly. Well, you know, like I said, I had only listened to it before, so. I hadn't seen the still pictures like we saw in the first episode of uh, Mavic Chen's costume and styling and getting to see him moving was even worse. It is quite offensive. The big, uh, the, yeah. He's he's basically in blackface. It's It's pretty awful. It's like, it's not normal chinese quote-unquote makeup it's like space china mm-hmm. yeah it's it's such a shame that they decided that they needed to appropriate that aesthetic and then used someone who was not and it's a double shame because i mean getting to see kevin stoney in action mm-hmm. good lord is he amazing he's just awesome yeah. and it it sucks that he is underneath all of this makeup and just made up so weird and you know doing the 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 bow and all that kind of stuff it's just oh it's a shame well he's doing this is weird sort of like he bows once and then he does a second bow with his hands off to the side have you noticed that Uh he he, even he is sort of doing it like space china Mm -hmm. somehow at least he's not uh, doing a voice as well you know yes and that was that was something that i was kind of well i'm not worried about because i knew that he didn't but yeah so at least which which actually makes it all the stranger to see it because you have all of this sort of imagery and costuming that is somewhat reminiscent of that and he's speaking just like a british dude yeah a cool british dude in the form of kevin stoney because you know Mm -hmm. hearing that voice and him speaking as he does and Mm -hmm. yeah he's i mean it's really neat to get to see him move because he does the the subtle sort of underplayed smugness just to a T. He's he's really, 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 really good. Like when he hugs the bars there, when he sort of like steps behind the bars and he's talking to Zephon there. There's Epps coolly sort of walks behind and sort of grabs them, mm-hmm. you know, just and just sort of peers through them almost to look like he is the one that's being punished, but he's really not. It's almost like he was like, Oh, I'm the prisoner here, but really I'm looking into the prison at you through the bars. Yeah. He just, he gives off this air that he knows more than anybody else in the room. And mm-hmm. he just sort of has this look on his face like, 
like a, an adult dealing with a child, like, mm-hmm, that's right, you know, sort of pat you on the head and send <laughs> you on your way kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Even to the Daleks, too, you know? Yes, which, you know, obviously that's going to go great for him in the future, <laughs> but but it is, it is a fun thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Even the way he holds his pen. <laughs> yeah, when he was writing, like, the camera cuts to him and he's he's got the pen, like... Okay, so if you haven't seen yeah. this one, it's uh, if you, you look at your right hand and you take your middle two fingers and sort of put them down on the table and you lift your, your index finger and your pinky finger up into the air yeah. and then you stick a pencil <laughs> sideways in that gap and then put your index finger and your pinky finger down and then you write with like the pen in that way. It looked so cool. And it scribbles. It's all scribbles. From what we can tell, because he's no, no, writing no. in space Chinese. It's future space writing. It's future space Chinese writing is what it is. Mm-hmm. Or just future space Earth writing. Maybe that, they've, that could be it they too. all, you know, whatever. It, it, it's pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm um, just trying to think what else. Oh, do you know why we're watching this in moving pictures? Episode two, you mean? Yeah. And episode three. Episode three was only partially moving. Yeah. Is it for the same reason that episode two is entirely moving? No. Oh, then you've you've confused me. I know. Uh, the the uh Daleks Master Plan, this is where the info dump this is this is where we test the limits of your codeine. <laughs> oh, this, this is the info dump of the episode. Because I, I am fascinated by missing episodes, you understand. Mm-hmm. And the Daleks Master Plan was only ever sold to one other country, Australia, and it never actually even aired the episode. Listeners, she is yawning. (laughs) Sorry. And, but three complete episodes of this exist. No one knows where they came from because episodes five and ten which we've yet to see, were found in 1983 when a Mormon church was like moving stuff out of a basement and they found some film cans down there and those two episodes were of them. A Mormon church in what country? In in England. Okay. Yeah, in England. Just sort of like, okay, so that was weird. And episode two um, was in the hands of the head of engineering at Yorkshire Television, for the past 30 years and in 2004 he finally when he retired from Yorkshire Television he finally owned up and says oh I've got these couple of missing he had, to, uh, he had another film can of, of the Daleks which was redundant because it was already existing but he had episode 2 of the Daleks Master Plan some, for some reason so despite this this story not being um, sold anywhere abroad apart from Australia and not really having that many film copies of it Three episodes exist in the UK. They never made it out of the UK, so it's very curious. Whoa. Right? And there's more. <gasps> Whoa. At some point, episodes three and four existed in England because um, there's a clip from episode four from the next episode that we've yet to see. And the one that we saw today mm-hmm. both come from episodes, respectively, of Blue Peter from 1971 in 1973 because they used a a clip in in Blue Peter. Wow. So that's why they were watching. I just find it very intriguing. Mm -hmm. uh, Like where did those tapes, where did those films come from and where did they go afterwards? Oh, it's the mystery of the missing episodes. Mm -hmm. It's quite something. What do you think about Katerina in this story that you've been, that you've seen so far? 
I'm a little uncomfortable with how much the doctor likes her because she does what he told what he tells her to without without questioning. It's just uh, he he's he seems not overly delighted, but he just seems very relieved to have somebody who just quietly does what he says. But you know, I guess I can understand that, but it's it's not super exciting from a visual from a watching standpoint. Like she just. Yeah. The one thing that she did was she tried to stop Brett Vine from taking off Mm -hmm. um, because she didn't want to leave the doctor behind because they couldn't get to the place of perfection without him. So that was kind of a nice moment where she was really desperate. You know, she she thinks she's on her way to her, her deserved afterlife and she's trying to protect that. But that was really kind of her moment otherwise she's just sort of meek and you know she speaking of info dumps she gives us one at the beginning of episode two where she talks about why they left the TARDIS and telling the doctor that that uh, Stephen is better and Mm -hmm. Brett Vine which I was confused at first like why would they leave the TARDIS but of course Brett has no idea that the TARDIS is the safest place for them to be so he would seeing the Daleks come get them try to get them out of there so mm-hmm. so that's that's good thinking and katarina certainly doesn't know enough to know that that they're safe there steven is unconscious so it all it all checks out like narratively the story is is still still cooking along mm-hmm. after three episodes or three episodes in we're halfway through the chase and you could you could argue that there are many similar elements to the chase basically the daleks tra- chasing the doctor around time and space but to me, it feels a lot more complex and entertaining. Mm-hmm. For a moment, and this might be partially due to the codeine, I was I was thinking, oh, wait, does Stephen know about the Daleks? And I was like, yeah, of course he's met the Daleks before. Oh, no, wait, that was Morton Dill. That's <laughs> but the Daleks were there at the end of the chase. That's true. That is true. Remember, he mentioned the mechanoids, too. Yes, he did. And I did, I, I did like the... Uh, um, Continuity? The compare no the comparison oh. mm-hmm. between you know the the him talking about the the mechanoids and the doctor being like no 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 the Daleks are much worse than the mechanoids which which is true mm-hmm. but no I'm just saying that like my first thought was was picturing Morton Dill it's like oh nope not the same guy <laughs> I just laughed <laughs> yeah yeah I'm Cody man that's all right Cody's fun. Uh, what was I going to talk about? Something else. Oh, the delegates. The crazy delegates. Mm-hmm. What do you think of those guys? I think somebody had one hell of a time putting together those costumes for that. Mm-hmm. It was that mm-hmm. felt very, you know, 1950s B movie right. with all the uh, the different. The, the one guy with the teeth, the pointy teeth, that was cool looking. I was, I, that had to have been left over from something else because that looked like a very well-crafted prop. Well... I will tell you, I will shatter some illusions here mm. because... Oh, you're going to tell me that guy's teeth really look like that? Yes. <laughs> he appears in Doctor Who in two more times, actually, after this. Same teeth every time? No. Oh. Uh, it's funny, actually. I noticed um, now, of course, this wouldn't show up on 405-line televisions on mm-hmm. black and white fuzzy screens back in 1965, but you could tell. I looked towards the very end of that shot when he was talking, and... Mm-hmm. They were actually painted black in the gaps in between. So they painted black little semicircles on his teeth oh. to make it look like they were pointy. Oh. 
I only noticed that the very, and I was looking at him pretty close. And I also noticed that on Kevin Stoney, you could see the sort of the mesh mm-hmm. of the wig and his eyebrows yes. over there, mm-hmm. an extreme closer from the side. But like mm-hmm. I said, you wouldn't be able to see that on TV. So that's how that happened. Um, yes, what? My illusions are shattered. I was so excited about those teeth. And yeah, you've just, I, I did notice the mesh on the side of Kevin Stoney's face, though. I'm the Doyleist here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. It also, I, I mentioned the Delicates because. Um, cause of course, most of them appeared in mission to the unknown, apparently, because of course mm-hmm. we didn't see the only reason we know that they did exi- uh, appear in there is because, uh, there was the famous photo call of Verity Lambert's last day, uh, where she appears amongst all those delegates and such. But the fun thing is, is that no one for years knew who, which delegate was which because they didn't have telesnaps mm-hmm. and didn't know. So they saw a picture of him and then they noticed that when they discovered this episode, episode two in 2004, like it was like the Rosetta Stone because we could <laughs> finally piece together the names of whichever delegates were which. It was very exciting. That's really funny. Yeah. Wow. There was, there was another delegate that kind of looked like a, you know, black head that was like kind of like an accordion or something like that it was very where he didn't he didn't show up and he was replaced uh by the time that uh, Dalek's master plan came around but mm-hmm. um yeah wow yeah the, they were they were neat looking and the 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 one who was the uh the, the <clears throat> cocky guy who was the mover and the shaker and stuff mm-hmm. wow that was a that was a weird looking costume thing yeah. strange hands and feet and it's like made out of head. seaweed or something it was like kelp from zelfon or something mm-hmm. like that yeah i thought he was Zelfon. like vines and leaves and stuff mm-hmm. what about the guy who sort of like like sort of moved like he could like he was almost like tapping the table in reverse. He's like pulling away from like I like that the moment when they're banging on the table because they they make the time destructor and like I think we're doing this right. It's kind of like watching aliens <laughs> clap their hands and they don't really understand how to do it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that little bit of alienness mm-hmm. in Doctor Who. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, what do you think of the story thus far? We're a th- quarter of the way in. A quarter of the way. Uh, I like it. I like it, although desperate for a planet name. Come on, Terry Nation. Nation. Here we go again. Um, yeah, I, I do feel like there's a little bit of the... Um, already we're getting a feeling of just kind of a, a running around sort of a thing, you know, right. a la the chase yeah. a little bit, just landing on this this random planet very briefly for, for three guys to appear. And um, I don't remember terribly well what comes next, mm-hmm. but... I don't know, it just seemed weird that we got so much of these guys in their cave and, you know, the establishing of, of who they are. Well, we had to determine why they were there. And I like the fact that they land on the planet to basically, because the Daleks are sort of controlling the ship, but once they land, they sort of jury-rig it so they're not controlling it anymore, I think, is that mm-hmm. how that works. So there's a reason for them to land, mm-hmm. as opposed to the chase, where let's just try and chase. Oh, can't we land? Oh, let's try and shake them, you know. There, there seems to be... This seems to be like the chase was the test run for the Daleks master plan in my mind. Yeah. And I mean, I'm saying it, it is interesting stuff. It does. It feels a little bit like like filler to stretch just mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but I, I have no problem with it because I am I am interested and I really I still really like Brett Vian. He's pretty great. He is. That's that was Nicholas Courtney there we saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Acting and moving and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Just. An amazing performance. He's really, really good. The uh, the point where they're 
the doctor has not yet snuck into the the meeting and they're hiding just off the the landing pad area or wherever they are and and yeah his his interactions with the doctor there you know you're a you're a, a brave man and um his reactions are are cool and i i liked the sort of you know combativeness between him and steven and then katarina as well uh on leaving the doctor the doctor told him you know you need to take off without me if that's if that's what happens mm-hmm. and he brett fine he's he's sticking with it because i mean he doesn't have the background to know that you know these two characters are sort of lost in time without the doctor mm-hmm. but uh but i like that he's you know he's a soldier and he's he's doing what he's told and he's just trying to save everybody everybody's lives mm-hmm. then he is always the brig to us in a way because that's what the brig does too in a way right See, I don't like this that you keep trying to make him into the brig. No, he's, I know he's an actor, and he's he a good act- he's a good actor, and he's doing a great job with this role. And you know, I'm not going to say there are no similarities I between know. this this character and the brig, but I feel like you are denigrating my beloved Brett Fyne every time that you try I... to compare him to someone else, no matter how wonderful that someone else happens to be. I apologize. I just I accept your apology. Thank you. <laughs> No more Doctor Who tonight. What are we watching next? Um, if I can stay awake through it, we could watch Midsummer Murders. Yeah. That's a nice weekend thing to do. Midsummer Murders has become our weekend thing to do when we don't have the focus or um, energy to do a podcast, but we want to watch Doctor Who actors <laughs> on television because there always seems to be two or three Doctor Who actors at least uh, in Midsummer Murders, so that's become our thing. So we're probably going to watch an episode of that. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just delightfully pastoral and weird and dark at times. Mm-hmm. And yes, and there are so many British actors for Stephen to spot and say, "Oh, that person was in a you know 1968 episode of Doctor Who." Yeah. And I'll say, "Wow, that's amazing that you know that, dear." It's very exciting. Every episode <laughs> is a whole new number of possibilities of which actors are going to be which. So. That is, that's like your favorite TV game of all time. Kind of is, I have to admit. <laughs> it's pretty adorable. I like the mysteries. I like to see who gets killed. I do too. I do too. I do like the mysteries as well, but it's also the added bonus of all of a sudden like, boom, David Troughton pops on screen or something like that. And you think, wow, that's amazing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That was that was pretty pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He was a sketchy dude. Everybody mm-hmm. on this, every that's the other thing about Midsummer Murders I like, mm-hmm. is that everybody is awful. All of these small towns yeah. are populated by terrible people, all of whom could have done it. It's oh great. God. Midsummer Murders, Murder, She Wrote, like all these small towns in mm-hmm. the 80s and 90s on TV were just murderous hellholes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great, huh? Great. Okay. Next time, I forget what the name of the episode is next time. It's called Episode 4. Episode 4, <laughs> the Daleks Master Plan. Episode 5, by the way, is another moving picture one. Ooh, I'm excited. Me too. Mm-hmm. Okay, until then, bye. Bye. Bye.